Yo, yo, Biaccios. Hello. Oh my God. Welcome. I'm Faye. This is the Moon and Stars Hypnobirthing Podcast. And join this podcast. Well, join this series of the podcast. I'm going to give you, lucky bitches, my whole hypnobirthing course. So I believe at the moment this is the only hypnobirthing course via a podcast format because I'm a genius. <laughs> no, but seriously, I'm going to give you guys my whole hypnobirthing course via bite-sized chunks, um, sort of 30-minute episodes, some might be an hour, but I'm going to try and keep them short and sweet to the point. And um, yeah, by the end of this series, you'll have done a whole hypnobirthing course with me. How do you like them apples? Because I thought, you know what, I was like, Life's just busy these days, right? If you're pregnant and you've got another baby as well, like life's hard, people don't always have time. And I just thought you can dip in and out when you want. You can listen when you're in the bath. You can listen when you go on a little walk. You can listen on your commute, whatever. I don't really care, but as long as you're listening. So I thought it'd be really good. And I just also thought that a lot of people don't really know what hypnobirthing is. And I thought if I can kind of do this course and show you what it is, you might be more likely to then actually go to your local hypnobirthing course and then you can meet other parents um, who live locally and you know you can never hear this information enough to be honest with you so yeah that's kind of the plan and also I so I've had a big break because I was being a hypnobirthing teacher loving life and then I um my hypnobirthing kind of business did really well all sorts of amazing things happened and other hypnobirthing teachers started saying to me well, you're doing, you're doing all right, aren't you? Yeah, how are you doing so well? And then I thought, you know what? There's a big gap here. So I set up um, an Instagram page where I help hypnobirthing teachers. So I share loads of like tips on how to get clients, how to kind of grow your business, how to get known locally, like all that kind of stuff. And it just took over. Like it was just going to be like a little, I suppose you'd call, I don't really like the term side hustle. It makes me cringe. But um, it was just a little bit on the side, but actually it turned into a massive thing. And Honestly, it's been crazy. So, um, yeah, and now I've been invited to go to Colorado to do a um, a little talk there for the doulas. So, yeah, anyway, you don't need my life story. You're here for the hypnobirthing. So, hello, my loves. Welcome. Um, as you've already gathered, I'm Faye. I'm from London. I like to swear. So I'm just going to put that out there. Because when I first started my episodes, I used to try not to swear. And then I was like, what am I doing? Just be myself. So I'm just going to give you a little warning in case you've got like kids listening in the background or whatever. But yeah, should we just get into it? Because I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to do my whole hypnobirthing course in the order that I normally teach it. And I'm going to bring it to you, to your ear holes, um, via little mini episodes. So I've just gone through my whole course and then I've just like broken it down into like little chunks. So my first episode is obviously going to kind of be, how does hypnobirthing actually help birth? And I'm going to explain a little bit about the science behind it because, um, I always feel like when I do this bit in the course, like the birth partners especially, like the male birth partners will normally go, oh, and it like something clicks and they're like, oh, this isn't a load of hippy-dippy nonsense shit. So, um, yeah, let's get into it, my loves. Um, and also, I just want to say thank you for listening. And another thing, I just quickly want to say that this doesn't... Anything I say during this series of the podcast does not replace medical advice from your GP midwife, whoever's looking after you. So I'm just putting that out there. So... What is hypnobirthing, first of all? What is it? It's, you know, it's quite hard to explain, and I wish I could just have like a concise sentence that just explained what it was. I think a lot of people imagine, I don't know about you, but I used to imagine um, like a load of women in a circle, I don't know, singing Kumbaya, my lord, with vegan sandals and like incense. 
I'm not going to lie, that, that does kind of appeal to me. I'm down with that. But <laughs> that's what I thought hypnobirthing was. And then it's just not. It's really not. It's just, it's just, it's not anything weird or fancy. It's just antenatal education. So you get a full antenatal education. And then you get some birth, like, mindset stuff and some breathing. Like, that's kind of it. It's not, I like to describe it as a bit like sports psychology, but for birth. Because if you think about athletes, they will, they train their brains as well as their bodies. Like obviously, they're physically fit, they do all that shit. But they also, like, work on their mindset massively. Like, they will do, like, visualisation techniques. I think, is it Wayne Rooney says he, like, imagines the whole game before he plays. Like, they will do it. And they'll do, like, breathing, they'll work on their confidence, they'll work on their affirmations. Like, if you think of Muhammad Ali, he was like, I am the greatest, before he even knew he was the greatest. So, and there's a lot, like, if you want to look into it if you're bored um there's loads of studies that kind of prove that it it does actually help so it's a bit like sports psychology but for birth that's it and and antenatal education because when we understand how our bodies work and what's actually what's actually going down you you feel you you'll feel less fear like so for, for example for me when I was having contractions because I knew what was going on I didn't it didn't terrify me Whereas I always think, if I didn't know what was going on, I would have been like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so I think having that knowledge, you know, knowledge is power and all that, but it, which is, it is it's cliche, but it's true. But it also, I think knowledge dispels fear. So if you know shit, you're going to be less scared. Like, it can alleviate the fear. And that's, but that's all it is. That's literally all it is. So the other thing is, when we're, if we're scared and you're feeling tense or worried or anxious your muscles will feel tense as well. And when your muscles are tense, like contractions will hurt more. So imagine if you, if I said to you, I'll go for a run and um, tense up your calves, that would hurt. I mean, and it would look extremely weird. <laughs> I feel like I want to try it. Um, it would look, it would hurt a lot and it would look extremely weird. But when your muscles are tense, everything hurts more. So if you're feeling fear, even like low level fear, which most of us have about birth because of the stories that we hear growing up, the shit we see on telly, the way it's depicted in media and Hollywood movies, all of that. So there's always going to be fear. And that like low-level fear can just make your muscles tense and then labour hurts more. And that was discovered by... There was someone in the 1900s, uh, he was an obstetrician, called Grantley Dick Reed. And he observed women in labour that were scared had much more pain. And women that weren't scared, like had easier labours so he kind of discovered it so he kind of discovered hypnobirthing I suppose because he developed like breathing techniques and stuff like that um but apparently he was actually a right dick dick by name dick by nature because apparently he he only believed that women were here to give birth like that was it that's all we were good for but it was the 1900s so you know anyway so how does hypnobirthing help that we learn about birth so we feel less scared about it I think a lot of people like to bury their heads in the sand as well which is not a good idea we learn about it, we know we, we feel more confident in our ability because we learn how it all works. And then we use breathing and visualisation techniques and that, you know, can keep you calm, untense your muscles, all of that jazz. And then also we, uh, you can listen to like guided relaxations or hypnosis MP3s and that works to get to the root of your fears and kind of reframe them and then you feel less scared. So I do actually, I'm going to shameless plug, I do actually have some hypnosis MP3s that I sell on the link in my bio on Instagram, which is Moon and Stars Hypnobirthing, by the way. 
case you're not in case you haven't found me via instagram that's my instagram go follow me i share loads of stuff on there as well i'm very generous <laughs> i share a lot of stuff on there as well but there is some mp3s that you can download um and you can just listen to them every night don't listen to them in the car don't do that i had someone that did that and she nearly crashed so for fuck's sake please don't do that listen to them when you go to bed doesn't matter if you fall asleep because your brain still soaks up the information and all it all i do is i just it's just like a guided relaxation i'll just guide you through some breathing techniques and then I just get you to imagine like a scene, like being on a beach or something like that. Work through some fears and then I teach you how to release them. Most people fall asleep, so it's absolutely fine. But if you want to go and check those out, do that. So that's how hypnobirthing works. And when you think about how our bodies work, it makes sense as well. Because when you go into labour, you'll have... It's quite complex and, I'll, and I'm going to do a whole episode about this another day because there's lots to it. But just, I'm just going to put it in like a little basic bitch nutshell. But basically, when you go into labour, you have the hormone oxytocin flowing around your body. And this is the hormone that actually makes your uterus contract. So that will be flowing around your body. It's also the hormone, it's like the love hormone. So we release it when we cuddle, like any kind of social interactions that make us feel really happy, you'll release a lot of oxytocin. And you'll release loads of it when you have an orgasm as well. So it's like the happy love hormone. And when you go into labour, you'll ha- it's what makes your uterus contract. And it's just the good shit. It's the good shit. You, the more you have in your body, the better your labour will be. Um, it also helps you release endorphins, which help you deal with pain. It, it, it's it's all quite complex, and like I said, I'm going to do a whole episode on it. But it's the good stuff, and you can, you can kind of trick your brain into producing more of it with your environment. So things like smells. Like think of the senses, smells, hearing, see, sight, touch and feel. So basically our brains are wired to give birth in a space that feels familiar, safe and cosy. So I'm going to say home basically. But I know that not everyone wants to give birth at home and I, I understand that. But that's how our brains are wired. Because that's safe, that's familiar, that's cosy, you're in your own surroundings. Um, but just think of any mammal. And they will give birth. Let's we'll do a sheep. Sheep in a barn. Sheep's in the barn. She's gonna give birth. She goes, Oh, right, there's lots of people looking at me. There's lots of sheep looking at me here. I don't really fancy this. And they'll go instinctively and they'll go and find the quietest corner of the barn where it's dark, where they feel comfortable and it and it feels safe. And that's how well, we we're what we are mammals, right? So we that's how we're wired. So when you go into like a hospital, for example, that's not usually a familiar environment. Or if it is, you probably associate it with very negative things. It's not usually a familiar environment. You've got all sorts of new smells. You've got new sounds. You've got different. You've got strangers. It's you know, it's not cozy, but you can make it a bit cozier. Um, and oxytocin also doesn't really work when there's bright lights. So because you need to have melatonin, which we release when the lights are like dim. So. If there's bright lights, you won't release as much oxytocin. Like that's just an actual scientific fact. So what hypnobirthing teaches us is that to have the dim lightings, set the environment up in a cosy way. So, you know, have nice lighting. If you're in a hospital, you can close the blinds or the curtains. You can dim the lights. You could you can bring fairy lights or like little battery operated tea lights. Again, I'll, I'll do a whole a, a whole episode about this because it's it's actually quite fascinating, but. That's how oxytocin likes to work, in a cosy environment. Basically, it wants you to, like, romance it. <laughs> I've never thought of it like that before. Yeah, romance it. There you go. Romanticise your environment. 
to uh, get the get the oxytocin to come and play. Um, and what can happen as well is when we feel very anxious, we're nervous, or we we go into a very unfamiliar environment, we release adrenaline, and adrenaline is not good in birth until the end, and we want that extra burst of energy to push your baby out. But until that point, we we don't want it because what happens when we release adrenaline is the blood get in our body gets diverted to your arms and legs because your brain goes, oh, is, it, is there danger? What's, what's going on? And then it goes, right, blood gets to the arms and legs because we're either going to need to run very, very fast or we're going to need to beat something up. <laughs> so, which, which is good in a dangerous situation, but in birth, we don't want that because that means the blood gets diverted away from your uterus and muscles work better when they've got lots of blood, oxygen, and they're hydrated. So if the adrenaline moves away from your... Um, sorry, if the blood moves away, your uterus can't contract as, a, as effectively. And labour can be longer, and it will hurt more. So again, this is where hypnobirthing comes in, because then we can, you can learn how to stay calm or feel calmer. You, you learn about how to make the environment better. You, you, you've already kind of released a lot of fears... So you're not going into birth, like, shitting yourself. And then, yeah, so that's kind of how it works. And, you know, like, there's no guarantees that I'm not going to go, oh, yeah, listen to this podcast, and then by the end of it, you're just going to sneeze your baby out with twinkly lights and incense. <laughs> I mean, if that happens, great, please let me know about it. And, you know, it does, it does happen. Um, there's something called the fetal ejection reflex, where babies literally just, like, fly out. And that only normally happens in an environment where... It's unobserved and undisturbed. So unobserved, because if you think, like, if you if you feel like someone's looking at you just in general day-to-day life, like if you're on the bus and you feel like someone's looking at you, sometimes they'll be behind you and you just know, and you're like, turn around, like, what are you looking at? In birth, like, you, you especially don't want people looking at you because you're just very hyper-aware of, like, things um, that aren't comfortable. So just think about a sheep and how that gives birth, or a horse. Think about all mammals and how they give birth. The other thing we can notice about uh, the animal kingdom mammals as well is that they very rarely give birth on their backs. Have you ever seen a horse give birth on its back? I don't think I have. And I watched a lot of Animal Hospital back in the day. <laughs> Ooh, with Rolf Harris. Anyway, um, ugh, sorry, didn't mean to bring up that pedo. Right, um, right, moving on swiftly. But yeah, have you ever seen an animal give birth on its back? Probs not. But it's weird that we do, and I'm going to do an episode about that as well. That's a whole other subject for another day. So, yes, so I hope that kind of explains the theory behind hypnobirthing, that we release our fears, we learn about birth, we learn breathing techniques, we learn visualisation techniques. You go into birth feeling confident about your ability, you don't feel scared, you haven't got all that adrenaline flying around, you know how to enhance the oxytocin, you know how to romance that shit, and then... You, you're kind of stacking the, the, the odds in your favour, is what you're doing. And I, like I said, I can't promise anything. I never would. Um, I love hypnobirthing. It was very beneficial for me. But, you know, sometimes people say it didn't work. And I'm a bit like, mm, it's not really something that works, though. It's just something that you can use. It's, oh, again, I always feel a bit cringe saying this because it's proper cliche. But it's like a toolbox. You've got a toolbox of things that you can use that can help you. Sometimes it can't. Like you know a lot of a lot of things can happen in birth that we can't control but I th- I just think for me how can it not be beneficial to learn about birth and learn breathing techniques and not go into it feeling scared like to me that's that's beneficial
So I thought what I'd do is we can actually do a little breathing and visualisation technique now. Don't do this. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to, it's not going to be like hypnosis, but I did, don't do this if you're driving. <laughs> Maybe, you know, probably not a good idea um, to start visualising when you're driving. But um, I'm going to do a little breathing technique and I'm going to end each episode. So I don't know if you guys have listened to my episodes from like a year ago. That literally feels like a lifetime ago. But I probably mentioned on there at some point that I like, I read tarot cards. So I thought I'd end each episode with like just a little card pull. I'll just pull one card of a little message for whoever's listening. I thought that'd be quite nice. So I'm going to do a little breathing technique. Then we'll have a tarot card pull. And then um, I'll let you go and carry on with your life until next week for the next episode. Yeah, baby. And I spoke a bit about there how to romance oxytocin and all that stuff. And I'm going to do a whole episode on that, like I said, because it's a the environment and birth and how that all works and the things you can do. Like I talk about that for quite a long time. And I don't want to take up like an hour of your life, man. So I'll do that in another episode at some point very soon and episodes are going to be every Tuesday because I like to say see you next Tuesday <laughs> oh dear. you'll get to know me you'll get to know me so yeah so let's do a little breathing exercise so right first of all just get really comfortable you can be sitting down you can be lying down if you're in the bath that's fine if you're having a poo even better <laughs> um so just get nice and comfortable and just make sure your hands aren't clenched together and just kind of like wiggle your fingers, shake your hands a little bit. I'm doing it as well if it sounds weird. Shake your hands a little bit because we hold a lot of tension here, you see, when, like, we, even when we don't realise it. So just like shake your hands, make sure they're separated and just drop your shoulders as well because we also hold a lot of tension here. And I've just noticed that I was probably because I'm a bit nervous doing my first po- podcast episode after a year. But anyway, drop your shoulders. And then this is a bit weird, but bear with me. I want you to blow a raspberry. So literally, (laughs) and the reason I've said that is because when you do that, it relaxes your jaw and we hold a lot of tension there as well. I've just noticed I am as well. God, I'm a tension bitch. I need to chill out. Right, so relaxed hands, drop your shoulders, give you a blow a raspberry. And now just notice if your jaw is tense, just try and relax it a little bit. Eyebrows, relax your eyebrows. Again, sometimes we like, you know, like, what's the word? Frown. So just relax your eyebrows and close your eyes and just take a big, deep breath in through your nose, right down into your belly. I'm not going to do it because it sounds weird when you breathe on things like this. Really big breath right down into your belly and then just slowly release the air through your mouth with your lips slightly parted. Just as slowly as you can. If you find it hard to breathe in through your nose, if you're heavily pregnant and you've got a lot of, you get quite like bunged up nose when you're pregnant, don't worry, just breathe in through your mouth instead. But if you can breathe in through your nose, it is better. And then just do it again, in through your nose, right down into your belly, and slowly out through your mouth with your lips slightly parted. So you don't want your lips up wide open, <laughs> just slightly parted. And again, and out, and one more time, in through the nose, and out. Right, you just did that four times. That, my loves, is the average length of a contraction. So that's all you need to do. Just breathe in and out. 
four times. And there you go, you'll have done it. You'll have done it. You can do it. You can fucking do it. Okay. So, do you feel a little bit more relaxed? I I do, just from like, I think, do you know what though? It's really easy for me because because I do this so much, my brain is like almost like, oh, this is when we relax and it just does it really quickly. So that's just breathing on its own, which you can do. It's absolutely fine. Or you can breathe and count. So you can count in for four and I normally say out for more. A lot of um, like other hypnobirthing training and stuff like that will teach you out in for, in for four and out for eight. But I don't know about you, but when I was heavily pregnant, I could not breathe out for eight seconds like you're having a laugh. I thought I was going to pass out. So I'll normally just say in for four and then out for more. So it could be like five seconds, six seconds. If you can do eight, then, you know, go for it. Why not? Um, but in for four and out for more is fine. The other thing you can do is you can visualise. So as you breathe in, you can visualise a wave on a beach coming towards you. And as you breathe out, you can imagine pushing that wave back out to sea. And that is really powerful because you kind of, you can imagine it as your contraction, like you're welcoming the contraction instead of like not wanting it, you're welcoming it and then you're pushing it away. And that can help you feel like you're in a bit more control. So that's quite a nice one. I personally loved that one when I was in labour and I went, I'm extra. So I went that little step further and I had wave sounds. And I will actually share, I do have an MP3, a breathing one, that's free. So if you go to the link on my Instagram bio, Moon and Stars Hypnobirthing, there it's on there and it's got the wave sounds. So that's quite nice as well if you like really want to go to town like I did. Um, and what's the other thing you can do? You can count, you can visualise a wave. Um, some people like to visualise their contraction as a big ball of energy outside their body. And as you breathe in, the ball gets brighter and bigger. And then as you breathe out, the ball shrinks and gets like low, like the, it's not as bright. It goes, what's the word I'm looking for? Don't know, you know what I mean? Um, and that's quite a good one as well because you're kind of detaching yourself from your contractions. So that can be quite beneficial. There's something else you can do and I can't bloody remember it. Or is that it? Counting, visualising, just or just breathing. Yeah. So what I would say is... Practice that breathing technique every single morning when you wake up, just for like a few minutes, and practice it with, try it with the counting, try it just on its own, or try it with some visualisation, see which one you like the best, and then stick with that one, and then what happens is when you then go into labour, when you then go into labour, it's not, as it's easier to breathe because you've been doing it for your pregnancy, even if you're like 39 weeks pregnant, just start doing it now. Um, and it's just easier for you to do when you're actually in labour. So yeah, I hope you liked that. I will, I will do a whole episode on breathing as well. So everything I've talked about in this episode, I will go into more detail about as we as we progress along. But I wanted to kind of keep this to about half an hour because oh, I just can't stand listening to people just waffling on for too long. Like, just no thank you. So, <laughs> so I don't know about you, but I just, I find it very difficult, um, like concentrating for too long and like learning lots of stuff. Whereas something like this, where it's just a quick half an hour, like that would have just suited me down to the ground. So hopefully you like it too. So yeah, so that's your breathing. And um, I'll do a little card pull now and see what the, the message is for the week. Because I'll be here every Tuesday. I'm not going to lie, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and be here every Tuesday. But I've got two kids and I don't really have much childcare. So 
Um, there might be the odd Tuesday where there isn't an episode. So I do apologise, but, you know, life. I put a lot of pressure on myself last time with the podcast as well, which is quite another kind of reason why I had to stop doing it for a little while. Um, and I was, like, recording episodes at, like, 1am because it was the only time I could do it. And I just thought, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I love doing the podcast, but I'm not going to, like, kill myself for it. So, yeah. Anyway, you don't need my life story. Let's do a card pull. I'm just going to get them out of the box. That might be a bit noisy. So I've got these starseed, starseed oracle cards for you today. And I'm going to shuffle them. and just pull one out. And then we'll see what it is. Oh, that one wants to come out. Here we go. We've got Earth School, Life Lessons, Soul Growth, Study and Higher Learning. That's nice. Let's read the whole meaning through. These are new, so I don't really know uh, everything about these yet. Let me have a look. Earth. Earth School. See if this resonates with you. Planet Earth is a great um, initiation for the soul and life lessons are the curriculum for which we enrol. These aren't one-time lessons, but themes we choose to circle around, deepen our experience of them as we make our way through the spiral of life. Life lessons aren't only about getting it right, they're also about getting it wrong. Remembering that Earth is a planet of polarity helps with this understanding. Each year the study deepens more and more. If you pull this card while you're going through a difficult time, you're being prompted to remember that your soul came here to grow and learn. Try not to look at difficult times as getting it wrong. Instead, see them as opportunities for soul growth. If you can find a way to grow and soften your heart through the highs and lows, your soul is most definitely growing, which is the whole point. Pulling this card can also mean that you're being called to embark on a new area of study or growth. This could be through structured learning such as university, school or a training course. If you're having difficulties in a relationship, you're being reminded that these are opportunities for soul growth. After all, relationships are known as the number one way that we grow as souls while we're here on earth. And this is the prompt from this card. It says, how are you being called to grow or learn? Well, I think you're all growing, aren't you? <laughs> and you're learning <laughs> through this podcast. Um, but yeah, I'd love to know if that resonated with you. I'd love to know. DM me. DM me on the old gram. Or if you're not on Instagram and you desperately want to contact me, you can uh, email me, info at moonandstarshypnobirthing. I'd love to hear from you because it's nice to know that there's people out there because right at this moment, I'm just sat in my jammies on the sofa talking to my phone. So it feels very strange and I'd love to know if there's anybody out there. <laughs> Let me know. So yeah, I'm going to go now, but um, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. If you could rate, review and subscribe, that would be amazing because it helps with the the algorithms and all that. And I want to reach as many pregnant peeps as I can because I'm giving away my whole free hypnobirthing course here. So, you know, like, why wouldn't anyone want this? <laughs> anyway, thank you. I love you. And I'll see you next Tuesday. Mwah.